Welcome to another episode of The Potato Files. I am your host, human potato of comedy, Jeff Paul. Uh, sitting with me today, a uh, guest who, uh, he's uh, he's small in stature, but big in spirit. He's a good man. He's a funny man. He's an El Salvadorian man. His name is Marito Lopez. How are you, Marito? Yeah, 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 yeah. What up, what up, what up, what up to all my beautiful Latino kings and queens? What up, what up, what up? <laughs> Marito thinks he's a rapper, if you guys remember. <laughs> <laughs> one day, bud, one day. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Never Sleeps Network studio. What do you think? Fuck yeah. Loving it. You Love like the it? window, man. We got a little bed there. You want to take view? a nap, bud? We'll take a, a little view. nap, eh? Yeah, let's take a nap. Catch a couple Zs. <laughs> Catch a couple Zs on the moose head over there is that a moose head is that a moose head or that elk is, head those are just uh antlers they're fuzzy antlers so i don't think they're real oh really or anything god damn you want to you want to touch the fuzzy antlers can i go go give them a t- really go give, give them, them a, a nice little scrub yeah, give, eh? give, them a, give them a little give them a little pat if you want look at burrito's jumping on the bed right now like he's a <laughs> four-year-old there you do they feel nice oh buddy feels great yeah i love uh white people's houses white people's houses. Yeah. <laughs> it's always great yeah, who you, does that who puts that over their bed white people yeah every every white pe- person in the world has uh, fuzzy horns over their bed <laughs> it's just in case things get kinky you know you know you get your girl to jam one of those up your just ass just in case she your, your horn antler. stops working yeah, eh? yeah you got your whole shove a fucking antler in there <laughs> hey bud <laughs> i'm glad to see you're picking up the local dialect since you've been love here love it small town Ontario small town Ontario dialect, oh Gary eh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Gary's got me talking like this eh <laughs> he's got me mucking a barn up in this town <laughs> you have no idea what that means no, do you no idea good good, good. alright well uh, anyway let's uh, for my uh, four listeners at home let's uh, fuck yeah let's, uh, let's, let's figure out who you are we're gonna let them know you know your story you're a, you're a comedian you're a, you're a you wanna be a rapper <laughs> to inspire your four listeners tonight <laughs> i hope that they're listening and that they're searching for god tim golden listens so. <laughs> yes yeah yeah i want to i want to get you to get tim golden rapping <laughs> <laughs> tim golden's the man yeah he's the best he, i love that dude everyone loves tim yeah golden. he's the greatest he's literally the comics comic yeah and yeah. Uh, he literally hates himself for like he he doesn't want to be a comedian. Well, oh. he, he wants to do his open mics, but he doesn't. Uh, he, he, he's so funny, man. He's the greatest. You know what? He doesn't want to crazy. Is it. I it wish sucks. I got to see him when he was doing the clubs. You it know, it's fun, man. It must have been amazing. Yeah, to yeah, just yeah. watch him up there. Yeah, I want to get killing it. I'd like to see him do uh, longer, so, longer. Yeah, show. like he does my show uh, all the time. Yeah, I, I never light him. I just let him do what he does. Do his thing, man. And it's it's great. Yeah, but uh, he's a beast. I heard about him from when I was living in Calgary. Ah, the word travels. Mm-hmm. This American coming up here stealing our jobs, stealing our goddamn jobs. <laughs> and he's a, he's Jewish too, right? No, you would think he is. He's not no. Jewish. He's a he's a man. <laughs> last name Gold. Curly hair, a lawyer, but not a Jew. What? Irish Catholic. He, he's he's one of the uh, executive producers on Running at the Mouth's albums. Yeah, he's, uh, he he's, runs he's uh, comedy uh, records. Comedy records. So I was so pumped to have a Jew's name <laughs> <laughs> on my record. I was like, yes, I made it. Uh, well, I'm sure he he's has, not Jewish. He's not Jewish. What about Barry? Barry? Barry's Jewish. Barry's not Jewish. Come on. <laughs> I just got two normal white guys backing me. Yeah, well, that's why you're not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. See, if you had some Jew can power, I swear? you can 
Dude, I can do whatever I want. You eh? can fucking take your dick out, smack it against Alex's bop, microphone bop, if you bop. want. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Alex would like that, eh? I think he would. Just a big, stretchy foreskin. <laughs> you just put your foreskin right <laughs> over the end of the... Uh... <laughs> like a little glove? <laughs> I have a lot of foreskin, for you're real, not, You're not cut? Tons of foreskin. Not cut, eh? I guess you are born in El Salvador. I guess that's not a big practice down there. Oh, it is. It is? It is, yeah. Why it didn't, is. How'd you escape the, uh, the knife? Uh, my mom's a super cat. Catholic. Yeah, I'm Catholic. I got a, I got a. You got cut. I got cut. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know why she did. She, she was like, she said because of religion or whatever. But a lot of she people do get the Jews, cut. Right? She hates the Jews. That's she's Let probably me tell you that. she's she probably holds that running at the mouth album in her hand. So happy there's no <laughs> Jew names on there. Right? <laughs> Just crying over it, <laughs> saying the Hail Mary. <laughs> oh man, um, I can't believe they're not Jewish. Damn, that just turns up my whole world. Well, what are you? They're do? not. No. Every time I look at uh, at, at Tim, I go Shalom, sir. <laughs> he, he just looks at me weirdly. He's got a lot of jokes about people thinking he's Jewish. Yeah, but he's, damn uh, it. Yeah, sorry, man. I started started to bring down your world. Brought down my world. Does it really time. matter though? Does the talent will shine through? Will it not? It will. It will. But I need a Jew. I need a Jew to always be there. Alex is a Jew. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he he runs the whole Never Sleeps Network. Oh, buddy. You get behind his? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a contract? I will, do, I will take it. <laughs> take a card, pal. Call us sometime. <laughs> Never Sleeps. You can have your own show here. Uh, okay, so born in El Salvador. Yeah. Uh, how old are you anyway? Uh, 31. Just turned 31. October 20th. Okay. Yeah. So, born in the uh, late 80s? I was born in the late 80s during the Ronald Reagan era when the white man was at his most outlandish. Oh, my. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you've been watching too much Narcos, haven't you? Tons. Tons of Narcos. So much Narcos, man. I fucking love that show. That show is insane. You know what's crazy is that, like, I love gangster movies, like Goodfellas, all that shit. Everyone does. Yeah. And, like... Uh, narcos and all that stuff is like trying to be the new gangster, you know, like movement, it's, but uh, it's too different. It's way violent, way more violent. It's like creepy. Yeah, I haven't watched the new season yet. It's really good, man. You got to watch that shit. Yeah, the blonde guy's Gonzo, eh? Yeah. What happened done. to him? He he's just not in it no more. He's like a big movie he star. He just moves now. on. Oh, in real life? Well, no, he was in uh, Logan. Oh, shit. He was the the bad guy in Logan. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he just moved, like, his character just moves on, and they focus on Peña. Peña. Yeah. Also, big movie star. Yeah. He did that big flop with Matt Damon. (laughs) Matt Damon's the man. (laughs) You ever seen The Good Shepherd? Um, I think, yeah, yeah. You have, or right? Pesci, when Pesci yeah. was super old. Yeah. yeah How yeah. great of a movie is that? It's good, it's good. See, I've always I, wanted to be a CIA agent my whole life. But yeah, you still can. I, I want to. I will, well, you I know, you're probably, you would fucking run your mouth too much about it. Well, running at the mouth. Yeah, you'd be running at the mouth. <laughs> Just be telling Zeke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be trying to get laid going, hey, baby, I killed a man last night. <laughs> killed a man. Killed a man. So uh, how 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 many years you live in El Salvador before you move up here? Uh, I was five. You were five. Yeah. Yeah. Good memories. Any memories? Was it man? What, I remember everything. Was it what was life like down there? Uh, it was like uh, I remember it was fun, but for my parents it was stressful because there was the war okay. going on. So like they always try to make it seem like there wasn't a war. Right, even though there was, mm-hmm. and like we were middle class, so we weren't poor. What we was this war? I'm, I'm not. Too, too it was the civil war that uh, it was between the liberals and uh, uh, the 
obviously like the the American backed government, and uh, it was just like it was like a twelve year war, and people people like civilians were getting killed, priests were getting killed, just like a bunch of it was like all like um it was like slaughtering people on, on the streets. Jesus, and that was happening while I was like, did you see any of this? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I remember like seeing dead bodies. Now that I think about it, yeah. but back then they made it seem like it was just. A normal thing. Yeah, that's just decoration. <laughs> yeah, like it, was, like it was garbage on the street, yeah, yeah. and they were gonna dump it. <laughs> oh, don't worry, they pick up the bodies. They on pick Tuesday. that shit up. It's all good. <laughs> Get them on Tuesday. But the truck a, comes around. It's even worse now in really? El Salvador, and there's no more war. When was the last time you're back? It's all gangland shit. Uh, I, I was back in grade eleven, so like probably twelve years ago. You still got a lot of family there. Tons of family. Tons of family. Yeah, tons of family there, and a lot of border jumpers in L.A. Eh? Oh yeah, tons nice. of border jumpers in L.A., <laughs> Texas, and New York. Really? Um, I guess they'd have to jump a few borders. Body, <laughs> or just come for a visit and don't go home. <laughs> <laughs> don't go home. Stay there. I used to. Uh, I used to work on this farm, and I'd have to. Um, Where? Uh, down Niagara Lake, and we'd bring in uh, migrant workers every year. Yeah, uh, mostly from Jamaica. Yeah, but some of the guys, like uh, they would just they would just bolt. Yeah, they'd get up here, they work for a bit, get a bit of money, and then when it was time to go home, they just, just they, were, they were gone. <laughs> like all right, <laughs> <laughs> that's what my tío Kalin does. Who's this? My uncle Colleen He's my, my dad's brother He just goes to Houston still yeah. Stay there for like five years Then dip <laughs> Just get the fuck out Go back home it's really? So funny Nice, nice Yeah um, You got uh, brothers, sisters? Yeah, I got a little brother And an older sister And she has kids Okay Yeah uh, Yeah, I saw a picture Of your little brother You posted today It's yeah. his birthday, isn't it? Yeah, yesterday uh, Yesterday Yeah Well, isn't that exciting? Yeah How old is he? He's 27 well, so you're all pretty close then? Yeah, mad close. They're super close with each other. Yeah? Yeah. They still live in, uh, in they Calgary? They all live in Calgary. Um, they, 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 My mom lives right beside my sister's family. Your folks still together? My brother lives with them. Yeah, yeah. they're all still together. They're super close, man. Why, uh, yeah. why Calgary? Why did your parents pick Calgary? The, the government did. Yeah, the white man told us we had to go down there. Okay, wait. So how you came here, what, as a refugee? Or? Yeah. Okay. As refugees, and we came to uh, Toronto, okay. and then they told us here that you got to go to Calgary. And they, they they paid for your flight, sent you up there, and set you up? Or? I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's all right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah well, we're very welcoming here. Very welcoming. <laughs> very welcoming country, eh? Very good. Were you excited when you got here? Did you know what was going on? No, or? I had no idea. I remember, like, fucking being terrified when my parents were bringing us on a plane. Yeah. And I I thought they were leaving us but i honestly don't remember but it, was a, it was a flight here it wasn't like a refugee like you're out on a raft and no 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 <laughs> but it was like it was a swimming day. from cuba <laughs> apparently it was dangerous though because like people weren't allowed to leave okay so it was sort of like it had to be like late at night and yeah, like yeah. when the plane was going you're any because canada was helping a lot the Americans were like, nah, fuck you guys. We're not letting any of you in. Mm -hmm. But Canada was like, yeah, come in. We, do, we tend to do that. Yeah. Uh, what about aunts and uncles they come to or is just, just no, the five just us. Okay. Just us. And how, how do you like, do, do they have to save up for that flight or was it like a... Like, I don't even know. Like, my dad was a journalist, you know, in El Salvador, and he was like a, a socialist as well, a socialist, like, empathizer. Mm -hmm. So he was, like, taking pictures for them. And um, my mom was a lawyer. Okay. Well, studying to be a lawyer, and she was, like, almost got it. But I think, like, the fact that they were higher up, 
it gave them like more of a chance of getting through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did they do once? You I don't think to- they saved up. I think the government was just like yeah, these people. Yeah, it was like no? a lottery sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What did they do when they got here? Uh, my dad tried going back to school, but he was like, "Man, fuck." fuck school <laughs> he was like it's just crazy because like the teachers were sort of racist sometimes mm-hmm. so he just started cleaning and my mom did too and yeah. they've cleaned for like fucking uh forever since i've lived here yeah. and gary jared came to my house yeah. uh in, in calgary uh and he was and it's a nice house it's like a suburbs fucking beautiful picket white fence yeah. tree yard all the that canadian shit. dream eh? yeah it's the canadian dream <laughs> and he came and he's like dude you're a fucking phony <laughs> he's like you're not from the ghetto you you ain't this hip-hop dude but like it's nuts though because like when he said that i didn't realize and i'm like holy shit my parents because we lived in like like shacks condos uh townhouses we shared like we we lived in a refugee home for like two years mm-hmm. and like my parents literally like they worked, worked their, their fucking asses, asses off, off and, and got you a better life yeah and yeah. It, but it's funny because like gary was making fun of me he's like yeah. yo bro you're a fucking liar you like live <laughs> dope like you have a porch you have a deck you have carpets and all this shit but it's like it's funny because like i didn't really experience that my parents got that house at the end of grade 12 okay so i didn't even experience that shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. right and, and like now but i'm so happy that they got it mm-hmm. they worked for that they now. still working how, yeah. old, how old are they uh my dad's like six and my mom's in the late 50s okay yeah, yeah my, but they're still working my mom's gonna snap age. though yeah. are they mm-hmm. yeah but my dad uh my dad i was his third born and he was 24 when i was born oh shit yeah so he's uh he started young started young <laughs> hey yeah, yeah yeah popping potatoes out there oh yeah you know yeah yeah, guess what you don't know what to do when you're 24 uh how you don't know how to be a parent <laughs> <laughs> was it rough it was a. It wasn't a happy life mm-hmm. growing up. It was yeah. a, a lot of walking on eggshells, a lot of, a lot, yeah. of a lot of tempers, a lot of man. That was, but that's what it was with me. Yeah, that's how it was with us. Because it's like my, my parents were like super loving, loving as fuck to the point where it was like too much sometimes. You know? Oh like, yeah, no, my parents weren't loving. They were. Uh, they would provide. Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't. Like I don't think my. I've hugged my dad like five times in my life. Whoa! And one, or, and it's been once every year for yeah. the past five years. See, like, I'm like, give me a fucking hug, old man. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know how to do it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy is that that's how I am with mm-hmm. my family, with other people, like with you, like just friends that I meet. Like I'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. But with my mom and dad, I can't do that for yeah. some reason. It's very hard for me, and it's because um, they were loving as fuck. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like the stress of like working like three jobs, mm-hmm. they Trying would snap kids. on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would snap. I remember like it, it, it's like at the drop of a dime. My dad would just lose his shit. Oh yeah, mine too. It was terrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he wasn't drinking anymore. He quit drinking when I was born. Okay. So he was just like, "I'm gonna fucking snap." <laughs> your little kid going, "Dad, just have a drink. <laughs> just have a drink, man, please." Was yeah. uh, your dad uh, a pretty bad uh, drinker? I don't know. I I don't remember. He, he just. You just know he'd stopped. Yeah, he stopped when I was born. Okay. So he he went to AA and all that shit. Okay. Still does. And um he he was just like very like you could tell he was a bad drinker by his temper. I'm yeah. like, man, if this guy was still drinking, he'd yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking kill people. The thing is, but I always hear hilarious stories about my dad. My old man, uh short temper, um, but never when he was drunk. Yeah. Always a jolly guy when he was drunk. I remember uh, 
he came home he drove home uh his uh his volkswagen bug um this was very early 80s it was a very tiny little you know the old school volkswagen bugs little yeah. red thing and uh he was i don't know how he drove home in that condition but we found him in the driveway hugging the front tire <laughs> and he's like i love this car <laughs> yo that's amazing yeah and then he sold that car for two cases of beer Oh. He drove it over to this guy's house. Him and the guy split one of the cases, and my mom had to go pick him up because he had no car left. <laughs> and he had a case of beer. He literally <laughs> sold it? Yeah. For, oh, that's Two amazing. <laughs> my dad my dad used to, during the war, there was like a um, curfew, so everybody had to go in. But my dad used to take a mattress while, while he was drinking and throw it on the front lawn in front of the American soldiers and practice judo in front of them. <laughs> and just like, and just yell shit. Jesus. And like, he was just nuts. Yeah. He, like, he was crazy right because like he was super against that government mm -hmm. you know the right glad he got you out of there yeah yeah uh, a lot of religion in your family eh uh no my dad not your dad no no my mom yeah. yeah my mom was super like let's go to church let's fucking do this dad didn't didn't ever go no because my dad's so, a socialist right so like they don't believe in organized religion okay. they believe they, he, he's spiritual he believes in god like the universe type shit mm -hmm. but that's it yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, church every Sunday with mom and the yeah, siblings? all the time. Yeah. Uh, you see, you still, you still ever, when's the last time you went to church? Well, like, I go, I go to meetings, right? In, in basement churches? Yeah, <laughs> which are like churches. Yeah, mom, I go to church every week. <laughs> <laughs> go to church, mom. Talk about the good book, eh? <laughs> what, what kind of church is open on Tuesday, Marina? <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday? Why are you eating so much donuts and drinking coffee? <laughs> no, but I uh, no, I don't go to church. Church, no, no, no. I haven't you, been in forever. You still believe in all that hocus pocus? So. Uh, religion? Yeah, no, not at all. I think religion is fucking whack. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe in a god? Or? I believe I believe in like um, like a higher power in the sense that like uh, there's there's like something out there in the world that like controls all this do you mm -hmm. know what i mean i don't think it's a deity i think it's just like some crazy shit that we don't we will never understand no. do you know what i'm saying yeah 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 but I, but like um even though i don't understand it i choose to like uh appreciate it and love it do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like it loves us all right man yeah but I, but but i'm not religious at all like i hate religion because i think religion is egotistical as fuck when you like take that beautiful thing that i'm, I'm telling you about yeah. and you make it your own and then go no and no no start, my god says your god's wrong exactly like, you start shunning people you start killing people yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like that's the total opposite of what it's supposed to be exactly it's supposed to be love not it's supposed to be all loving exactly no matter yeah. what color you are fucking no matter no matter whatever it's mm -hmm. unconditional mm-hmm do you know what I'm saying? I hear you. You know what? Let's just start our own church, bud. Let's fucking do it. Let's go out. We'll hug some people. Let's pull our dicks out, eh? <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird church. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of my church growing up. <laughs> uh, I was actually, uh, I was an altar boy. I was raised Catholic. Okay. Um, and uh, my, uh, my priest was just sentenced on Tuesday for the second time. Uh, this Tuesday? It's past Tuesday. Uh, he was. This is his second prison term for uh, diddling kids. Back so your in the joke is not even a joke. Like no, that's it's true. true. It's true. That's so he was fucking kids. Crazy. And he didn't even touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Just hurt your ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So, uh, but it was like um, when I was an altar boy. It was never like. 
I never hung out at the church, you know, like, oh, I'll come in early and we'll clean up, you know, like I just like my parents, I think because my parents knew what's going on in the world, yeah. like because you get one shift a week as an altar boy. Yeah. And that's when my parents would come. They would just come to the church or drop me off, pick me up right after. But it was never like never spending my Saturday afternoons there, you know, yeah. they, they didn't want that going on. So, yeah, but no, I was in youth groups and all that shit. Yeah, no, we were just uh, we were just left left to our own devices when we were yeah. kids. But it was cool that I was in youth groups. Oh yeah, because yeah. we just got to socialize, and it was all Latinos. It was the best, and the girls every like La- big we, Latino we each other. Uh, big Latino population in California. Yeah, because of uh, because of this. How many came? With, like, do you know the like? Was it mass numbers? I don't know the exact numbers, but I know that I was one of the first families yeah. that ever moved there. Like you, all the families. You know it was know like in other. the thousands or like the hundreds, or I think it was probably the thousands, man. Yeah? It was tons. Nice, Tons. Nice. Toronto apparently has a big population, but they're all in like North York and shit. You're not going up there. No, I ain't going <laughs> up there. That's like three transfers. It's so far, bro. <laughs> three transfers to feel like a. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's Jane and Finch? Um, That's not North York. Is that? I, it's well as north of the 401. I think But it's the shitty North York. It's not the Jewish North York. No, no, yeah. no. It's, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's the not the nice part of town. Where people get shot. You want to go up there right now? No. I, I heard they got great pupusas. Have you never had that? Pupusas? Salvadorian no. food. It's amazing. It's a stuffed tortilla. Oh, yeah? Can I get you a, tor- a pupusa one Buddy, day? feed me, man. Feed 100%. me. 100%. You can, can I please bring you? Yeah. To one? Yeah, then I'll take, and you, then to, you, can take, I'll take you to a shitty burger place. <laughs> Your people's food? Yeah. yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll eat some potatoes. <laughs> Yo, great food. I, I got to show you. I got I to gotta take Gary, too, actually. So life growing up in uh, Calgary is it's hit and miss your, your, I don't know, like your parents are struggling at first, mm-hmm. but uh, like when does it start turning around when they start like uh, getting, getting nicer things, getting like working harder? And- well, um, man, my whole life, like I had pretty dope stuff you know, like you never had to you never wanted for anything you know or, yeah big time. you probably like, did as a kid yeah like, when yeah. i was a kid man like i remember we, uh, we, we were on this welfare program for christmas mm-hmm. and like uh it was the fireman's uh christmas welfare giveaway and like at the saddle dome where the play, flames play yeah, yeah, yeah. they would have all these kids who were on welfare and like they would call you by name and you would go down and pick up your presents they'd be like the lopez's and then we went down and a <laughs> whole like price is right like, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and i remember running down like yeah <laughs> and getting this bag but and then i remember like when i got home i felt like just shit because i told my boys about the stuff that i got and they were like oh that's wild yeah, yeah, right. Because it, it was all like welfare toys. Yeah, you know. So like, I remember I always wanted the crash test dummies. Never got that shit. Uh, oh, I remember those. Remember that? Yeah. Never got that shit. <laughs> Everybody had them except for me. And um, yeah, like I remember, like uh, I would always want like stuff at the mall, and my, we just couldn't. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do it. I remember my mom used. We used to go uh, across the border because we, we grew up on the border uh, in Niagara and we'd always go over and get your groceries in Niagara Falls, New York is always cheaper fill up with gas everything was cheaper get some yeah. cheap beer and if mom didn't buy me what I wanted I would fuck her over at the border 
<laughs> I remember one time uh, the, the guy's like, what, what What do you have to declare? And she said, a f- she named a few things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mom, you got way more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but they would always just, the customs guy would always just laugh. <laughs> and they would just let you through? Yeah. yeah. One time I acted like I was drugged out and I just like <laughs> sat there and shook and like rolled my eyes back. I wish I could see you as a kid. I, uh, I was a character. Oh, please. <laughs> Show me a picture. I got one. I got one. Fuck yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get yeah. to it. All right. I'll, I'll let you go through my whole phone. Fuck yeah. See some dick pics. Oh there. yeah! I'll let you see some videos too. Yeah, yeah. I'll let's, show you some. Let's bitch. do this. Let's, let's swap, do it. Eh? Why not? I'm not showing you anything in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. I have, a, I have a nice, respectable fiance. Who I have tons of dick would pics. Degrade or something. Hey man, I got a bunch of pictures of guys named Dick. Named Dick? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody named Dick. Uh, nobody name nobody's called Dick anymore. You know any uh, Rick's well, Richard. Richards? Richard, yeah, I guess that's Dick. That's a weird. Um, I know a Dick named Richard. Oh, oh boom. Okay, man, let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, what's school like for you growing up? It was cool, man. I remember just uh, my whole life just being like. And I don't mean to like sound cocky or whatever, but I was like always like a popular little kid. Well, a very outgoing person. Yeah. I remember just, I don't know. You know, they all called you spick behind your back. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Buddy, I grew up in Northeast Calgary. The white guys who lived in Northeast Calgary did not want to live in Northeast Calgary. Right? Like I was called the spick. There was a guy in my high school. His nickname was spick. And um, (laughs) that was his nickname? He just, he wasn't, he he was a white guy. He just had like uh, tan skin. (laughs) My God, we didn't we didn't have any minorities, so we had to find guys that looked somewhat like them. <laughs> I got one buddy, Wes, uh, from back from behind. Uh, he looked like a Chinese guy. He had the the Chinese hair and everything. Yeah. And uh, we're like, doesn't Wes look Chinese? So <laughs> then you'd, you'd you'd say. You know, yeah. shitty small town things. <laughs> I love this small town shit, though. Yeah? Well, Calgary's not a small town, but it has that mentality. <coughs> you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a big, big, big small town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but school was cool, man. Like, I just got along with a, a bunch of people. But I remember I went to primarily white schools when I first moved there. And then um, uh, when I was in grade four, we moved to the Northeast, which is like our Scarborough. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was all like I got introduced to like Filipinos, black people, other Latinos, um, Vietnamese people like crazy. So many Vietnamese people, Lebanese. Nice. And my life like changed. Do you know what I mean? I started listening to hip hop because I would try to be white all the time. Like, yeah. Play hockey, Our Lady Peace, all that bullshit. And then I just like, you know, I felt I felt like I found a place. But then I remember when I got into high school, that shit was whack. Even though I was a popular kid, it sucked because <laughs> I wasn't growing no more. <laughs> I stopped growing. Wait, it, um, were you as tall as everyone till a certain point? Yeah. And then everyone just grew. Everybody just- grew the fuck up and I was like left behind. Dude, I, left, I lost my virginity when I was like 22 because that, yes. that, that fucked me up. Mm-hmm. You know, like seeing all my friends grow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like how, how, how tall are you? Uh, five foot two. Five foot. Is that legal uh, little person? Uh, apparently, um, I'm just one inch above dwarf. Ah. Yeah. Which is fucked. Upset about that? That I'm one inch above a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. One inch above a dwarf. Yeah, you look good short, though. You'd, yeah, you'd, look, you'd, look, you'd look weird if you were taller. But you know what, though? I'd be, like, incredibly handsome if I was taller. You're a handsome man now. Yeah, but, like, and come on. Give me a couple more inches. Chicks are Pavone tall. inch? <laughs> give me, a co- like, like, Pavone levels. I would be killing it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, 
What about, do you ever hook up with girls taller than you? Oh, yeah, that's all I do. That's all you do? Yeah. You just can give it to them and suck on them titties at the same time, eh? You know what's fucked up, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes! 100%. Uh, you know what's fucked up is that I've, li- it wasn't until recently, because I stopped drinking, right? Mm-hmm. That I've, I've learned how to fuck properly. Oh, because you were just fucking hammered I was just all the time. Sloppy and yeah. fucking brutal. Nice. Right? And now you're now you're now I'm like now you're getting, studying. Now you're, I'm you're getting taking in, notes. Studying, <laughs> taking notes, asking questions. I'm always asking questions. I'm like, do you like that? Do you like this? How how do you do this position? And and then uh, I'm always like, I can't do that position. I'm too short. And girls are always like, you have to believe in yourself. And then I do it, and I fucking feel amazing. Uh, that's funny. You said you played hockey growing up. Uh, I like street hockey. Oh, street hockey. Street hockey. How are you on? skates oh i can't skate bambi can't skate just sliding around on the ice yeah i can't do that shit at all man can't skate you know what's fucking crazy though my nephew um is like 10 i think and uh he he's playing hockey like my sister's like she her husband owns a cleaning company so they're Mm -hmm. giving him like they're giving their kids a life that like we never had Mm -hmm. and it's so dope because they're on teams are you the only short guy in the family or um, is the whole family short? No, we're all little ass, yeah? okay. little ass people. But my dad's taller than me. Okay. Yeah. What's you got? An inch on you? Two inches. Two inches. Fuck. My brother's got three inches. Oh, five, we're still five. little, eh? Look out, eh? We're a little, <laughs> little ass family. Yeah, my yeah, mom yeah. is like four foot nine. Oh, that's all adorable. Right. Though. You're gonna find yourself a nice four foot nine girl. I don't want a little girl. You want a big girl. I want a taller one. Right Not on. too tall, but like Kira's taller than me, but only like an inch. Uh, really? Yeah. How tall is she? She's uh, like five nine. I'm five eight or something. I think that's how it goes. Yeah. So I uh, I I was with a girl who's five foot nine. And it was the funniest shit <laughs> in the world. But that's too tall. Five foot nine is too tall. Five foot five is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's three inches on you. Eh? Yeah. That's fine. All right. All right. So what about uh, any other sports growing up? Uh, not really, man. No? I was never a sports guy. Yeah. Right. I I used to play it. What right? you do? What'd you do? Uh, what'd you do to, uh, for fun as a kid? Honestly, like I, I would draw and like just be the funny guy. Yeah, that's what I would do all the time. And I would go out with the with the guys every time they played hockey or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah, that was just me. I would, dude. The minute that my dad bought me a Walkman, I I was I was in that I was in that Walkman. Do you know what I mean? I was that guy. Was it an actual Walkman or a Discman? Discman. Okay. There was a Discman. I was young enough to have an actual Walkman. There was a Walkman. Well, Walkman's the cassette one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had that for sure. Yeah. And I had a boombox. Like a little ass boombox that I, my dad parents bought. I remember my boombox was, a, it had one speaker. Yeah. And then the tape deck in the front. <laughs> it was great. Fuck, buddy. I missed that shit. Like just the cassettes and stuff. My parents were so mad because they hated that I listened to hip hop. Yeah. But like. I, that shit changed my life, man. And this is what I guess you're in the, this in the '90s. Yeah, I was like, I was like '97, so '96. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm just trying to figure out the era of hip hop you're listening to. Oh, buddy, I was it's like Wu Tang times and all that. I did. I, I was too. I was too young for that shit. Too young for Wu Tang. For too young. Yeah, for I guess Wu Tang was like 2004 ish, or well, like, like early 2000. Or no, sorry, 94. Yeah, they were like 93, 92, and that yeah. shit was popping. Like my sister listened to all that shit, mm-hmm. right? Because she was older than me. But like, I loved like Coolio, Snoop Dogg, uh, Diddy. I loved Puff Daddy, Mace. Yeah. I love like the the sugar shit. You love Drake. Oh yeah, like I love Drake. Drake's one of my favorite rappers ever. But it wasn't until I started listening to Jay Z, Biggie, Tupac that I, I'm like, oh fuck, I love this music. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I graduated. Yeah, yeah. Like my and then Wu Tang, all that shit. 
right? I, I, I went through my hip hop phase. I, I was always, uh, my favorite band ever is the Beastie Boys. Fuck yeah. And, yeah, like I, I had their uh, license to L album, I remember, in grade one. Buddy, yeah. that's so sick. 30 years ago that yeah. album came out. Paul's Boutique. I've yeah. been bumping uh, License Paul's to L. Paul's Boutique's great. Yeah. I think that Paul's Boutique, I, I think that's my favorite album end to end. Yeah, it's Beastie. incredible. Yeah, yeah. You know what's nuts is that License to L is considered their classic. Yeah. Yeah, but everybody's like, nah, man, Paul's Boutique is well, way... License to L was like just explosive. It just like, changed. It, so many hits on yeah. that thing that are like... like Paul's Boutique's got like a couple big hits. Yeah. But um, just the whole album is just great to listen to. Yeah. But you, you can't name most of the songs unless you're yeah. a super fan. But like uh, License to Hail, you can name 10 songs off that album. And it's all Rick Rubin. Like Rick Rubin's like finest album, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. It's incredible, man. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're good. I still, uh, I, still, I still rock the Beasties. I never listened to their shit afterwards, though. Good like stuff. I should get like I, those are the only two albums I really listen. Dude, they to. were great. Right, like every BC Boys album, I can I can sing cover yeah. to cover. Um, like I know every song, and it's like it's the only band that I'll listen to their whole album. Yeah. You know? Um, but all like I I because they left Def Jam after a while, right? Yeah, I think they pretty sure they probably went and started their own thing. Yeah. they got they got huge, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. mad cake. Um, but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll rock some beasties. They're great right to the end, man. Like they're even their last couple of hits right before uh, MCA died. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all my hip hop knowledge. So body, I don't know that. And, um, what was, uh, what was Chris Rock's name? MC Gusto and CB4. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that movie? That dude, CB4. Chris Rock, <laughs> Chris Rock changed me. I was like, he made me want to be stand up. Yeah. He, uh, when I watched bigger and blacker, I watched that first, and I was so blown away. Oh! And my buddy was like, "You think that's good? Watch Bring the Pain." And it was like his earlier. And then I was like, "Fucking mind blew up." Buddy, I watched uh, Bring the Pain after, um, like you, like you did. Mm -hmm. But I loved Bring the Pain because it's just so like revolutionary. It's I think just, Bring the Pain, Bring the Pain is my favorite hour of comedy. It's ever. so sick. But man, Bigger and Blacker is like everything that yeah, I've ever wanted to be. Great too. Fucking like the 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 shiny suit, <laughs> you know, and just coming out and being like, "Where's Brooklyn at?" And people going crazy. Like he was like Eddie Murphy, but not as corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Eddie Murphy was always dope, but he was sort of corny to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I would see him. Yeah, Eddie's Eddie's hard to watch now. Oh, buddy, those too are, much. Yeah, you're just like the, you can't say it's like all chill. these things. <laughs> chill, man. You know, but Richard Pryor even said it. Richard Pryor was like, "Yo, uh, Eddie's amazing, but he's too hateful." Mm -hmm. You know, like you can't have that hate in there. And I remember like listening to that quote, and I was like, "Yeah, but." Richard Pryor was hateful, wasn't he? And then I listened to his stuff. And Richard Pryor was always charming. Mm -hmm. No matter what he was fucking saying. Like, even if he was saying, like, the most, like, tragic story, it was always, like, charming. Mm -hmm. You know? That's why he was... That's why I think he's the greatest. Uh, when did uh, when did you start getting into comedy? Um, bigger and blacker. Bigger and blacker. Like, yeah, man. So that's I think because he, like he was hosting uh, 98, 99 or something. Yeah, yeah. He was hosting the MTV Awards. Mm -hmm. And I loved hip-hop. Right, yeah. and he was the guy hosting, and I'm like, "Yo, this shit's funny, man." And I always loved like I loved rock from he came rock came up in my when I started watching SNL. It was like the switch between like uh, it was like Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, Kevin Nealon. They were like the older guys, and then uh, it was like Sandler and Spade and yeah. Rock and Schneider, and they were all coming in under these guys. Yeah, Mike Myers. See, that's what I loved mm -hmm. is like comedic acting. 
Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, body. I love Fresh Prince. Ruled, man. Like ruled my life. <laughs> SNL ruled my life, but I never like. There's still two episodes of Fresh Prince. I will cry like a baby. Which one? I watch them. Uh, when his dad comes back and fuck he yeah. fucks off. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I just gotta. <laughs> um. And then the very last episode when the house is empty and he asks Uncle Phil when he's calling his kids on Sunday when yeah. he's making his Sunday calls. Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna cry again. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Powerful. How good they're amazing. They're fucking Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is like one of the greatest shows of all time. It holds up too. Yeah, man. Yeah. I yeah. Think, uh, Every comedian that's that is from like the nineties grew up on that shit. I think um there's very few old sitcoms that still hold up for me. Like I can't watch Friends anymore. Like a, can't either. It's it's too canned laughter and everything. Yeah. But like Seinfeld, still it's a studio audience. But like incredible. I could I could watch every episode every day. It's and, our friends, man. Yeah, yeah. The way we make fun of each other, it's yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, yeah, Fresh Prince. If if you're scrolling around and it uh, pops up, you're, you're not changing the channel. No, man, never. No, I remember we uh, when I worked on uh, the, this farm, we had uh, an hour-long break every day, and me and uh, my buddy, Andrew, it was his uncle's farm. Uh, Andrew lived uh, on one of the farmhouses. It was a big farm spread out, and they had all these houses everywhere. Uh, but he lived in one of the houses. Every day at lunch, we'd uh, we'd grab a slice of pizza, go back to his house. Fox 29 out of Buffalo on the, <laughs> on the rabbit ears would have back-to-back episodes of Fresh Prince. <laughs> He's like, what are you saying for lunch? <laughs> grab a slice, smoke a bowl. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just get high, go back to work. That show was the greatest. Uh-huh. I think it's better than Seinfeld. I, 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 I'm not, I'm, Seinfeld's still, I think Seinfeld's still the best sitcom, in my opinion. You have your own. Yeah. Uh, I think for like longevity and what it did and like I never got into Seinfeld until after Curb okay now I love Seinfeld like I'm like this show is so genius and it took away the aura that Jerry Seinfeld had and Mm -hmm. now I look at it as Larry David's show yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah Yeah. I think uh the best written sitcom ever is Arrested Development. The first three seasons Body, of Arrested Development. I haven't Development, even seen it. It I is haven't... so well done. But it was just, it was too good for middle America, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I saw it's one episode on. where the guy with the hook and I oh, yeah. died. I was <laughs> dying. That's something you should go from episode one and watch right through because the whole series itself is an inside joke on itself. Yeah. Like, it's just... There's callbacks to things five episodes earlier that if you aren't in the know, you're just like, what the hell did that joke <laughs> mean? But if you watch the show and pay attention, you're like, oh my God, they just called back five, yeah. a five episode callback. Like it's. But that's what Seinfeld was like too. Yeah. 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 Major callbacks. Yeah. Very, very yeah. good. I loved, uh, I watched Seinfeld like last couple of years for the first time in a row. Cause I remember, uh. I got into it in the 90s when it started in syndication. So you just grab episodes here and there. Yeah. But I never... And then I started watching it every Thursday the last couple seasons. Yeah. But I never like saw the progression of the show. Yeah, like, man. Watching it, watching it in a row, you're just like, holy insane. fuck. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah, it's good. And it's blowing my mind, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. so good, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that that's your influence. Who's your... and. You got Chris Rock's your comedy influencer. Yeah, and uh, he he made it. He made comedy like look dope to me because I've always wanted to be an entertainer. I always yeah. wanted to be like an actor, right? That's why I thought SNL was cool because I could be funny, but an, but an actor, mm-hmm. you know. But like Al Pacino, like all those dudes were my. Did you do um, my anything in high school like drama? Yeah, drama, man. Yeah, yeah, improv, like all that shit. What your folks think about you? pursuing this life they used to hate it but now they love it yeah they love it man that's 
that shit gets me like so happy because like um in calgary like i'm on the, the stupid ass commercial you, you saw me though i went right but like it's like i'm on the buses i'm on like billboards oh yeah that i'm must, everywhere that must make them fucking real they're happy. so happy like yeah. like my dad like I, my dad's not the type of dude that cries. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But like every time he like he brings it up, like he'll get teary eyed because he's like, "Yeah, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like people like you. Yeah, you know. Like we we didn't think that. You, yeah, but they had know? no hope for you. Yeah, they were honestly, who's gonna like this little? Sp- <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna like this little guy? Huh? But they were like, they wanted me to be a lawyer. They wanted me to be a, a writer, a professor. Were you uh, good in school though? Like, how were you? Horrible marks? in Horrible? school. Yeah, horrible in school because I was bad at math. I was bad at science, but in English, and it's it's fucking crazy because like I was super creative. Mm-hmm. So like my spelling, my grammar wasn't amazing, but like my creativity, like just. How was your parents' English? Uh, my mom's really good. My dad's good too, but he doesn't really speak it. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just fuck it. What, yeah, I don't well, because they they went to like they were like really educated in uh, um, El Salvador, mm-hmm. so like they 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 had to learn it. Like we learn French, yeah. but they they have to learn through all school oh they're, they're learning english in el salvador yeah okay so yeah. they didn't come here and they like they weren't lost as soon as yeah came. yeah yeah they knew how to like speak it okay yeah okay that's probably why they made the cut eh <laughs> these ones already speak english bring let's them in let's get these guys in here eh <laughs> let's get a press photo with a short family over here <laughs> cut the ribbon <laughs> oh that's great um so when do you uh when do you get it start getting into uh comedy well, that guy, like, um, Chris Rock, like, Bigger and Blacker, that, like, honestly, like, changed my everything. But I always want, I always thought, like, comedians were lame. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but I'm, you're watching Chris Rock when you're 12 or something. Yeah. Uh, but, like, when, I, I want to know, like, after high school, you, you didn't go to college or anything? Yeah, I did. I went to university to be a professor. Oh, really? An English professor. I was going to get my master's. Jeez. I was on my way to get my master's in English and uh, minoring in uh, Irish literature. <laughs> <laughs> was this University of Calgary? No, uh, uh, Mount Royal University. So I was going to take my grad at University of Calgary. So, like, that was, like, the school. Did you live at home or did you go away to, for this? I, uh... It was in Calgary, but I I, I moved out because I just you know yeah, I want you to, want like, to, you want to be in college shit, right? and yeah, yeah yeah so like do my thing which was stupid because like I spent so much money yeah and I didn't have to spend yeah it's, but it, like I grew up or whatever whatever right but I was drinking a lot mm-hmm. back then like a ton so um, I got kicked out of university oh. even though I got I had like I was on the way to go to go to masters and my professors were like writing me like uh recommendations and all that shit but i was just like drinking my dick off and i one one day um i I woke up in the fucking uh in the security office and i had like handcuffed my face was like beating the fuck up jesus and uh the security guard was like yo you're lucky that there was a shooting down the block or whatever because the cops had to leave so you can go home (laughs) right but we're gonna uncuff you and then i went home and then my mom was like saw my face and she was like what the fuck man like what what are you doing yeah right and i was like i don't even know and uh i got a letter from mount royal that like i had to i was getting whatever yeah right expelled expelled and then my mom was just like crying all the time i was going to meetings and shit it was whack and then uh my sister's friend on facebook like when facebook started popping off mm-hmm. he kept posting shows that he was doing and um he was doing comedy monday night 
Yeah, at Broken City yeah. in Calgary, and I saw that, and I never, honestly, Jeff, I've never wanted to be a stand-up. You know, yeah. like I always knew I was funny, but I never like. I thought comedy was lame. Mm-hmm. Only Chris Rock, right? <laughs> and Chappelle. Chappelle was my dude. Yeah. But well, I love Chappelle more because of his show. Yeah, and that's, right? everyone fell in love with. Yeah. Him. Right. So I um. I'm like, you know what, man? Fuck this. I'm just going to try this. And then I practiced for like, I, I contacted James and James was like, yo, um, you can do my show, but you have to like practice. Don't just come up thinking you're going to be a star. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. So I practiced he for a month. He runs a very tight ship there. He does, man. It's good. I hosted there and he gave me like a, a, a fucking you know, list. A breakdown of yeah. the show. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, man. Like people come to my show uh, on Wednesdays. They're like, what's the lineup? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go on when I tell you you're on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what he was that shit i remember we always like thinking like oh fuck that you know like that structure really made me better mm-hmm. back then yeah right um but anyways like I, I practiced for a month and then i went on my friends came out what's the practice what are you in front of the mirror in front of the mirror i was doing it at a fucking barbecues i was doing it at parties but no no open mics or anything no open mics i was doing it like you're crazy. Just making your own open mics Ma- making my it was <laughs> fucked because honestly my man i've never worked that hard in my life for real in comedy i worked every party i could get to people would be like yo marito's gonna do his first stand-up right and back then they were calling me mario Right, <laughs> so like, yo, man, he's gonna Why do Mario? his first stand because that's my like my uh, my actual name. But my dad is Mario Senior, so uh, I changed my name like a year in to okay. Marito just so because people always kept yelling, "Yo, fuck you, Slater!" Right when I was up there, I'm like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> so I just like use Marito. But yeah, my first set though was uh, like amazing. Yeah, when I went up, I remember the mic cord fell out. And then uh, my friends were like, yo, put the mic back in. And I put it back in and then just ripped it. But then after that set, I bombed for three years. Yeah, that's what you do. The I hardest great bombs set. of all time. <laughs> of all time. Um, but you kept at it, though. Kept at it, man. And all those guys, all those fucking... There's so many guys I hate in Calgary because they were just <laughs> dicks, man. Yeah. But I'm glad that they were. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. or, or else I wouldn't have like... Yeah, you wouldn't have pushed yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because I hold grudges. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm surprised we still talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like very, oh. You know, literally have guys like that here that were like, they were dicks and you were like, man, fuck you. I'm just going to prove you wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I named names one time on this podcast and yeah. asked the guy to, to edit it out. <laughs> just take that out. I don't need that. Man. Honestly, my guy, can I tell you my guys? Yeah, fuck, go ahead. And, and we still hate each other. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But like Daryl Mack. Buddy, that guy. I've heard a lot of bad things about him. I met him. I've only met him once. Yeah. Um, We got along fine. Here's the thing, though, right? Like, no, I was just I. I was warned specifically about him when I went out to Calgary, but. I don't know. I, I, I can't. I never have a problem with somebody until they do something. Yeah, wrong. like I can't be like because you you'll jump right on somebody else's problem mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you don't like my boy? Fuck you! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't know. That guy did nothing to me. But fuck, spill the beans. Yeah. Well, like the 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 thing is, like I heard that Daryl has like become just more. You know, he's older now, right? Like, but that was like one bro, like nine years ago yeah. when he was being a dick to me, you yeah. know, or and, and other people. But like, I heard that he's just, you know, like just he's calmed down. And I, I get that from a lot of people. They're like, yo, he's actually not that bad. And it's like, I don't know why I hold on to this resentment, but it's like, there's always. No, I get, I get it, man. Like the guy, though, there's a one person in particular who was like 
dick to me right from day one and i was yeah. just like fuck this guy yeah and now he messages me and i don't respond <laughs> <laughs> that, buddy this guy came to vapor central um my third year living here and uh when i walked in i felt like good fellas Right? Everyone's like, yo, Marito's here. Marito's here. And I'm like just shaking hands. Right? I, I, I remember when Vapor Central was exciting to walk into. Wasn't that the best? <laughs> Wasn't that the fucking, when I first moved here, the wall city was Wall to like, wall, people. like Fire. Yeah. And just comics in the back. Yeah. That was the best. And I remember he was in the back. Didn't say a fucking word to him. <laughs> didn't say a word. Then went up, ripped a set. Him? No, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went up and I did my thing. Mikey like set me up proper. It was the best. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Well, I don't know. Hold on to your grudge or don't. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's life's short, buddy. It is, man. It's I've learned that like a fucking crazy in the past. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh this uh lovely little drinking habit of yours. It uh, <laughs> seems to get you in so much trouble. Uh when did this start? Drinking? Yeah, like teenager? Um I was like, yo, cuz my dad didn't drink and like they were like pretty strict about that shit. Um, and I hid it from them a lot. I think mm. that like developed a habit for me. Yeah, yeah. To like to hide it from people. No, I I, I hear you. Do you want to? My, my parents were they were like just don't be an asshole. Yeah. Like we know what you're gonna do. Just be fucking careful. When I'll be it. honest with you, man. Like I wish my parents were like that. Mm -hmm. I th I don't think it would have been as bad uh, as it was if yeah. they if they were more open and like. Because they sort of like treated it like it was the biggest sin that you could do. Oh, yeah. And I remember just being terrified and like drinking like, uh, well, like not drinking Listerine, but like sw swishing Listerine, eating gum like a motherfucker mm -hmm. and then go home douse myself in like cologne you know if you're a real drinker you would have swallowed that listerine oh, buddy that ha that happened eventually that would come eventually Jeez, like, that came like that came later <laughs> but if i would have just went home and would have been like yeah mom i drank mm -hmm. i think it would have like been better for me because yeah. like i've learned a lot of shit about addiction in the past like three years and like it, it is very habit based Mm -hmm. right once you develop a habit your mind it's it's just hard and mm -hmm. that's with anything right it could be with eating it could be with whatever the fuck alcohol is like not even the problem it's the habits that you've developed you know like what are you leaning on mm -hmm. right and um I, I i was like leaning on that fear of like what do people find out right and that's just the way i learned how to cope with things so like when i was drinking here in toronto i was hiding it from people trying to at least yeah and then it just turned into like a big lie and like people like they were like bro you're drunk as fuck right now mm -hmm. you know like it just it spiraled out of control how were you uh were you off the charts in calgary or oh buddy fucking brutal well, i guess if you're getting thrown out of school i eh? got thrown out of school um started stand-up comedy like uh a comedy monday night all it's that a drinking shit. lifestyle but i stopped i stopped for like a month because i was like i'm like man i'm determined i'm gonna fucking kill this shit mm -hmm. and um but then it, i just started drinking again you know and it just it, it was like all these ups and downs it was like really hard and even like some of my best friends like made it super tough for me to quit because like i don't know man in comedy sometimes like we like to rip each other yeah and like uh back then it was just it felt like it was a little vicious and it just made it tough because i would like try to not and then i would just see my friends doing it and i'd be like fuck i'm just gonna continue to do this and like idiots would give me advice too they'd be like yo you can't be a great comic if you don't smoke weed or drink <laughs> which is so stupid uh, it's it's that's bullshit yeah uh what about drugs did you no thank god i never really like got into it if it's there yeah 
But like if you had like a bag of cocaine and like a fucking a pitcher, I would always take the pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you, you so you've done drugs just Yeah, it's yeah. Not a, if it's there. Yeah. If it's there. You're not you're not searching it out. Nah, nah. You're, yeah. I've never had the urge cu- to. A couple lines of cocaine just to stay up to drink some more. Couple lines, <laughs> man. Just a couple bags of sneeze. <laughs> I remember one time in uh after I was here I was doing cocaine like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this chick just kept buying it for me. Thank I'm you. Like, God damn. I'm like, thank you. For- <laughs> this is the nicest place ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I man, that shit doesn't even really affect me. No, no, it's it's booze. Booze kills me yeah. right away. Um, this is a weird thing to say. Uh, are you um, are you one of the alcoholics that uh, that say it's a disease? Because I'm I'm very against calling alcoholism a disease. Um, because I think when I think disease, I think cancer, and you can't will cancer away. You know? Yeah. Like, I I don't think. Here's the thing, man. It's like, something. It's it's something, but I, I don't yeah. know. I just I feel weird when people call it a disease because, you know, diseases are things that you can either control with medicine or cure or it will kill you. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't just decide that you're not going to have cancer anymore. Oh, 100. Well, yeah. But but the thing is, like, I think you need help with it. No, no I, I'm not disparaging yeah. any of that. I just yeah. we gotta figure out a new name for these addictions. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree because people, I honestly agree like a motherfucker. Because every time I hear someone be like, oh, "But I have a disease," and it's like, oh, "Buddy, like you do have something that's like." fucking fucking up your life yeah i agree right but don't fucking lean on that that's my problem with aa do you know what i mean it's 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 a bunch of people hiding in that disease umbrella you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like nah man like at the end of the day this is your responsibility yeah, because it is a choice at the end of the day it, it really is and like your body could be really telling you to make that choice yeah but you still have to give in yourself yeah or but I, I feel like it's your choice to get help. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You constantly have to do this. You constantly have to be um, checking yourself. Because mm-hmm. if you ain't, uh, it's going to happen again. You go to regular meetings every week? Um, I, go to, I go to a home group. I go to therapy. And um, also like a counseling session. And those things like help me the fuck out because like I talk about it. And also I do things on my own where I meditate. And I, uh, I write things down. And... Uh, one of the biggest things that like really changed me from uh because i i get bouts of depression man i get like anxiety mm-hmm. and um i i asked like a bunch of doctors i'm like why why am i still waking up feeling like i'm like i have alcohol sweats and they're like because your body's still pushing shit out yeah. like even though it's been two years like you're it takes the average addict two years to get rid of everything and that depends on the drug, on the substance. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of people relapse because um, they think that they're doomed. Yeah, yeah. Right? They think they're doomed. They're like, it's like a year and a half in and they're still waking up fucked up. But that's just your body cleansing itself how are you doing with everything you uh, you like is there ups and downs or oh yeah you you think you got it under control or you oh buddy there's dark times yeah there's dark times yeah i think there's dark times like crazy like i'll I'll wake up and just have no motivation and man this is the the dopest my life has ever been do you know what i mean like i'm finally if you ever think you're gonna have the urge give me a call i'll just I'll call you a fag and, uh, <laughs> and be like, but, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you know, you know what, man? Like that shit does help though. Like, when you can joke around about this shit, mm-hmm. when people don't coddle you, do you know 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I found that like when, um, I was going through my shit. A lot of people were like treating me like. Like it was a baby almost. I, I go after Sean Hogan so much about him not drinking. Yeah. Um, just, I make fun of him yeah. for it and stuff. And uh, somebody was like, dude, why are you always making fun of him? Like, I go, listen, it's, he's fine with it. I go, if he chose to stop drinking himself, yeah. like if it was a room full of us telling him he had to stop drinking, I wouldn't be so hard on him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just, he's going on his own path. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's, it, that's the thing, man. You can't be so sensitive. Mm -hmm. Right? It's just... And like, well, especially in, like being with comics, like if... I would feel weird if like I was coddled for something, you know, like yeah. if I had something, um, well, I have a, I have a weight problem mm -hmm. and my friends let me know that daily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's just like, yeah, fuck. Thanks. I know I got to do something about it, but yeah. like, they're not like going, Oh, you poor thing. It must be tough for you. Yeah. Have a donut. It's okay. Well, man, but they, dude, that's how Gary and I like became such close friends. Cause he treated me normal, mm -hmm. you know. Like he's, but he, but at the same time, that man will never let me touch a drink mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, because he just knows that uh, it's not good for me, and he wants it for himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wants to keep it for himself. Riddle, don't drink that. That's don't mine. Drink that. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. When's when's do you have a night you go to meetings or? I usually go on Tuesdays. Yeah. Do you, but, got, you got a little crew you hang with or? No. You try to switch it up. Go to different meetings. The thing with me is that like, um, I I've sort of been. And I, I haven't really, like, told anyone, like, too much. But I, I've been sort of, like, distancing myself from AA. Because, mm -hmm. uh, um, man, I think... I think AA at its basis, it's so dope because it's spiritual, right? I think anything that's spiritual and, like, has support for, for, like, with other people, if you're struggling through, like, a common thing, I think that shit's amazing. But, like, as we were saying off the top, once you turn something into yours, your thing, yeah, like, like a religion type of thing, mm -hmm. that's when it gets dangerous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, I find, don't get the proper help because when they're in these kinds of programs, like they they think that's the only thing that's going to help them. Yeah. But I, but it's like no man, you, there's so much there's so much science to addiction. It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. And you, if you read the books, if you look at the lectures, it's like it's insane. Like the advancements that. Um, people have found out and people are still reading a book that was from like 1990, 1956. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You got a, you got a sponsor? I got a sponsor, yeah. Have you talked to him about how you want no, to No, not, not no. yet. Is, not he, yet. Is, he, is he one of those guys that's the program, work the program? Um, To, a, to an extent, mm -hmm. but he's also like very like, he's young as well. He understands. Like if I, it doesn't hear from me, he'll be like, "All right, yeah, do your thing." But like, if you want to call me anytime, yeah. do you know what I mean? And he's also an artist as well, so like he just he gets it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's a, there is like young people who who don't push it on you, mm -hmm. but if you want the help, they'll be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, let's go get a coffee, let's go chill, All let's right. go to a music show." You ever want to talk? You can talk to me, buddy. Yeah, watch me drink. <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. It's talking to people who still drink. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like. Even though like a lot of my friends still drink, they get it. They still get it. Well, I'm I'm uh, this this podcast I think is coming out will already be in November. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm trying to I always try to go sober in November. Yeah. And uh, I just thought of it most of the time terrifies me. Yeah. Just because it's such a 
inbred thing into the comedy culture yeah. and in a, like how my lifestyle and i'm just like okay well we get fucking paid one, in it. one day at a time yeah 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 get paid in fucking here's your drink ticket yeah enjoy yeah man and it's like i, I don't know like it's it's very uh i read like this quote where it's like it's a Buddhist saying, like where um, a man is a man who builds, like has to cross a river. If he builds a raft and goes across that river, that's a wise man, mm-hmm. right? Because he figured it out, right? But if that man continues to carry that raft with him on the other side of the land, that's a foolish man. He's a portager, right? Because you, <laughs> you just got that thing there, and that's what AA has become for me. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, now I, I got to. I've on. crossed the river. I don't need the raft. I don't need the raft. But you're having said some, that, you're gonna need something else to get yeah, you past whatever the just next obstacle is. Yeah, might, and and I'm also gonna take AA for what it's worth, right? Because I've met so many dope people in mm-hmm. the program that like are genuinely like w- w- like wanting to change their lives, mm-hmm. and they accept that all this is their responsibility. It's their choice. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's my choice every day. To stay sober, we'll keep making that choice. No, yeah. uh, be swinging at get festival at organizers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what comedy festival was it you got uh, money uh, from? Hubcap. Hubcap. Yeah. So well, that's uh, as far as you made it east. Eh? No, I finished it. I finished it. <laughs> okay. But then I had to do Halifax, but I had to cancel. I'm like, I can't. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me out there. <laughs> I need some time off. That was yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Are they come knocking again or? Um, I had a really dope showcase. So it's good. We'll see. Good. Good, good, yeah. good. Well, uh, I hope all the best for you. Yeah. I think we can start wrapping this thing up. Shalom. What'd you think? It was good. It was fun, man. Yeah, nice little uh, nice little chat, eh? Nice little chat. Never Sleeps Network Studio. Yeah. Just fly in for a quick quick chat, and then uh, we're across the street from where we live. I, uh, I have a much better situation than you do right now. <laughs> oh, buddy. Living with five comics. We're, we're trying to change it up, though. What is it? Five comics, one non-comic, and... Uh, comics girlfriend. How many, yes. How many are in the house? Holy shit! No, buddy, it's six comics. Um, well, Chris. Oh yeah, yeah, Chris you're right. Comedy anymore? You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he doesn't do comedy. And then, oh, I thought you were talking about Bobby, not a. Comic. Well, there's Bobby on the couch. I, th- I thought you meant like not a comic because I agree. <laughs> Bobby Warner. <laughs> one day, Bobby. One day. One day, Bobby. <laughs> this guy has been doing comedy for a year and a half. Really? He thinks he's a comic. Yeah, he keeps telling me nobody funnier than Bobby Warner. I'm oh, like, God. Really? <laughs> I want to punch his uh, he's, stupid He's a good off. kid, man. He's a good kid. A nice Calgary guy. Oh, How buddy. old were you when you came out here? Um, I was like 25. 25? So he's like 21, just came here. 21? Yeah, just got on a plane, flew yeah. out here. And he's super, he suitcases. killed his showcase, too. Yeah? Oh. Good, good, good. Good. Everyone's doing great. Yeah, man. Everyone's getting shit except me. Good. <laughs> <laughs> potato um, files. The potato files. Uh, let's let the people know where they can find you. Not your dates, just your socials and all that stuff. Okay. So, um, uh, Twitter is at Afmarito L. Instagram is at No Champagne Poppy. And running at the mouth of cream soda for coats on iTunes, Tidal, Spotify, Google Play, all of that shit. Comedy records.
Fuck yeah. Two normal white guys. Damn it. Comedy records. <laughs> <laughs> where are my Jews at? <laughs> where my Jews at? Where my, where my Jews at? <laughs> yes, check out. Uh, he's got two uh, two comedy rap albums out there on the old iTunes running at the mouth. Yeah. With my woes and the cream soda fur coat. There you go. And uh, Marito one day is going to be a rapper, guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Slash serious actor. <laughs> of course, you can find me every single Wednesday night at the Underground Comedy Club for Dope and Mike Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jeff Paul Comedy on all those social things. Guys, thanks for listening. Come back. See us real soon. Okay? Bye-bye. Potato file. Bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.